Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Self to Society. My name is Dennis. I am the only voice that you hear at the moment. Uh, I've also got a friend in here today. His name is Big Chris Wood. He's not doing anything except drawing, but I figured I should let you know that he's in the building. Bill, 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 Bill. Oh, shoot. What's up, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, the last episode was called Resilient. Uh, some of the, the messages that I received afterwards were really, really neat about uh, kind of self-understanding your own resilience and not even necessarily knowing what to call it or not identifying it as resilience, but just like shit happens and, you know, life moves on, which I guess technically is resilience. Anyway, um, for this episode, uh, so, uh, <laughs> words, 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 part of a truth that I know about this podcast is it has such little viral ability <laughs> because most of the episodes are really, really heavy. And so the idea that, um, Tens of thousands of humans would subject themselves to this sort of work. I don't know that I'm very confident that that is true. Uh, I wish it were. That's why I do it. But some of the truth for me is that I just recognize that there are pockets of people who give a shit right now and more pockets will give a shit later. And for that reason alone, I'm willing to dive in cover some of these topics, but this one I'm going to lighten up a little bit. This episode is called Gratitude. <laughs> Gratitude. <laughs> oh God, I snorted. Uh, ratatouille, gratitude. This episode is called Gratitude, and the basic idea that I, I want to get across is um, the difference between how we tell the world about ourselves and how we think about ourselves. So I don't, uh, although I spend a lot of FaceTime on social media and Instagram specifically, which is a, you know, very visual platform. I'm not, I personally am not on that platform saying, uh, look at these great features about me, or I really like this attribute or anything like that. Uh, I'm mainly sharing ideas, concepts, uh, potential philosophies, theories, etc. But uh, I guess in the truth of that, what I'm not sharing is some of the work that I've had to do to even be able to get to where I am in posting on the podcast and sharing so much on Instagram and that sort of thing. Um. I've had to do quite a bit of self-work in the way of uh, self-love and really having an appreciation and understanding for who I am, what I'm about, what I believe in, what I stand for, uh, and even more so the things about me that I believe make me at least slightly valuable to anybody listening. Um, I guess I wouldn't suggest that I, the content that I create or who I am as a person adds value to everybody because I think that would be relatively stupid to say. But 
the unique tone of my story uh, a handful of episodes ago, episodes, <laughs> a handful of episodes ago, I did an episode called Voice, and it essentially was about this very thing. How, how do we bring part of who we are to the world? And uh, the way that I choose to do that is kind of unique um, because I'm not uh, well, I don't know what I what I'm not. I guess what I know that I am is willing, uh, able. I know that I'm not probably going to shut up anytime soon, and uh, that makes me a really strong candidate to just keep talking, uh, especially about hard issues, um, issues like the sexual assault thing. That uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen my most recent post and quite a bit of content uh, lately has revolved around just simply how we treat other people. Um, Yesterday, I shared some stuff on being intuitive um, and intuition and the idea that maybe not everything we think is correct. Yeah, and, and that's kind of a hard balance. The juxtaposition there is that we would look at the world around us and we would create an opinion or have an in- intuitive idea about something in the world around us, some part of the landscape, whether that be uh, somebody else's life, politics, faith, um, something of social construct. And we would have an idea, an opinion, and we would set so strongly into that opinion that we lose relationships over it. We uh, injure people with no regard. We... Um, just kind of mull over people and say, sorry, you shouldn't have been in my fucking way. But at the same time, we'll look at ourself in the mirror and have no idea what the truth actually is. And not only that we don't know what the truth actually is, but we're not even willing to try and define, not even willing to try to define what we see, who we see in the mirror. Um, And I don't mean bland, vague definitions. I mean really acute definitions that would give us our most ultimate worth. Um, The same kind of depth and definition that we would give to our faith or our political stance or how we feel about pets or whether or not you eat meat. I don't know. Uh, But we, we spend so much time and energy giving such detailed dialogue and opinion to things outside of ourself. And then when somebody compliments you and says, oh my God, you have really beautiful hair. Our first inclination is to say, oh no, stop. It's just, I, I just, I don't know. I just woke up today. It's crazy. Uh, or if somebody compliments the color of our eyes or the sound of our voice or a particular skill set that we have, our inclination is to diminish and downplay what that, what that trait or that, um, what that trait, I guess, for lack of a better word is in us and the fact that it has value. So not only a, do I not think that we're identifying things about ourselves that are really fucking great, but I don't think we're even willing to acknowledge that somebody else thinks they're great. Therein lies a fuck ton of problems. Um, I recently had a conversation with my daughter uh, about this very same thing. She's newly into middle school. Hold on. I must drink bourbon. 
Thank you for your patience. Uh, my daughter is newly into middle school. She's a year younger than most of the people in her class. She's currently 10 and she's in sixth grade because she's fucking brilliant. Besides that, uh, she's shorter than most of the kids in her class, which she uh, at times has been insecure about. She's learning how to have her own voice. There's a lot. Uh, she's like pre-puberty. Fucking help me. <laughs> uh, but we had a conversation not too long ago about the difference between being appreciative of somebody else's qualities, char- characteristics, skills, traits, etc., and believing that the grass actually is greener on the other side. So uh, my daughter has blonde hair, greenish eyes. She's not very tall. She has a beautiful singing voice. She's very, very smart. But her, like most people, when complimented, uh, her initial reaction is to deflect that or to say, yeah, but, you know, so-and-so with the brown hair is so pretty. Like, and that may be true, but the idea is that it's okay for us to appreciate and identify somebody else's strength or beauty or uh, charm or something without diminishing or self-deprecating our own. And that, that in some way really is the challenge of this episode, is all day long on Instagram, I get, uh, you know, fake comments that are like, killer content <laughs> with an emoji, uh, or, you know, keep it up, it's good work, and I guess I'm being a little bit of an asshole to just assume that all of them are, or <clears throat> a great deal of them are, um, like, bots, but we're, we're very quick to look at somebody else's Instagram as an example and say, oh my God, you're so talented, you're so beautiful, you're so handsome, I love your eyelashes, your tattoos are really cool, I love your style, your artwork is amazing, you're super talented, you have a great voice, you play the guitar like fucking Eric Clapton. We're super quick to do that for the world around us, uh, and we're not, we not fast in doing that for ourselves. In fact, we're the opposite of fast in doing that for ourselves. <laughs> by that, I mean we rarely do it. Um, so I'm going to rattle off a couple things that I find that I'm grateful for about myself. Um, I've been thinking of this episode literally all day. It's almost six o'clock mountain standard time where I, where I am in Phoenix. And, uh, I've been thinking about this literally all day. (laughs) So, uh, and whether or not, uh, and so this is part of, I guess I'm going to share with you some vulnerability in this process uh, in general is I wanted to do this episode because I believe that other people besides me will find an encouragement and value in what I'm talking about. But I have a great fear of sounding like uh, an arrogant douchebag. And I guess I'm willing to take that risk in hopes that somebody else will look at themselves with uh, clear glasses and give themselves the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Don't make me start rapping the rest of this episode. I'll do it. 
so many jokes. Oh, man. I had to just pause myself for all the jokes that I had. Okay, I'm back on track. The things that I think uh, that I'm grateful for about myself. I'm grateful for my um, charm, I guess might be the best way to say it. I'm grateful that I have a personality where I can step into a room and meet a stranger and dis, uh, disarm at least a handful of the defense mechanisms that most people carry. Uh, I don't know why I have that skill or gift. I've always had it ever since I was a kid. Uh, between eye contact and smiling and just speaking, uh, I've always had the ability, so long as I can remember, to engage and disarm people um, in a way that has brought about some really beautiful and vulnerable conversation. I'm going to also share some truth. That same tactic, uh, skill set, trait can be very, very manipulative should I let it be. Um, Charm is sort of a scary thing. Uh, because it is all based on intentionality. And even today where I sit, I could not say with a clean conscience that um, I approach every conversation or every interaction without wanting to get something from some of them uh, and using my charm to do so. So there's a little uh, throw myself on the block. Um, I'm grateful for the color of my eyes. They're very similar to the color of my mother's eyes. And her and I had this really... We had this really uh, kind of beautiful bond based on uh, the color of our eyes and the color of our skin, um, the shape of certain features that we had, that we shared. And so I'm really grateful for that. Uh, While this is sort of a two-sided coin, I'm really grateful that I'm hairy. Uh, I'm really fucking hairy, so much so that I'm halfway through permanent hair removal on my back. There's a lot of information for you because I want to tattoo my back. So there, there's some truth. Uh, but I'm really grateful that I'm hairy because I like having facial hair and I don't have a shortage of it. Uh, I'm grateful for my height. Um, I'm a, almost six foot two. And I don't know why I'm grateful for that. I just am. Uh, it's taken even some time for me to recognize that, uh, that height plays a part in my daily life for me. Um, so that's why I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for how I see the world, uh, knowing that I'm not always right, knowing that uh, while I may have an opinion, it may not be the right opinion or may not be a fair opinion. And uh, I guess I'm most grateful that I'm willing. Uh, that's probably the trait of mine that I'm the most grateful for is the fact that I'm just simply willing to run my mouth and talk about certain shit that other people aren't talking about, uh, or at least in the masses. And so, yeah, that was a, uh, that was a tad uncomfortable as you know, I'm working through some of the same things that I imagine that some of you are working through as well. Um, but thanks for listening. The, the reason I shared that is, uh, sort of a, not to sound cheesy or cliche, but a lead by example sort of space. Uh, I don't ever want to use this 
particular platform to say some shit that I wouldn't do in my real life uh, or normal life. And, uh, and this is one of them where I, I feel like I am relatively intuitive and I'm fucking wildly opinionated. If you haven't caught that, if you've listened to more than one episode, you probably know and believe that I am really opinionated. And so in, in those things, um, I also want to pursue balance and, uh, and be able to, uh, set myself up to not have any regret or guilt or doubt or shame about the content that I share with you through this platform. So that's why I did that. Um, hold on bourbon time. Again, thank you for your patience. So to conclude this episode, I feel like maybe I talked pretty fast. I don't know. Um, I, I think so often, um, one of the things I actually think about a lot is fame or status in comparison to this very idea. Uh, and I think about that because of the massive amount of uh, celebrity suicides, overdoses, uh, depression, in correlation with those of us who aren't celebrities who deal with depression, anxiety, um, suicidal <coughs> thoughts, um, suicidal attempts, I mean, all over the map. And it, it really, it fucking really racks my brain to know that there are a small number of people who make it to a, per, a particular public status that most of the other people want to get to. And, and those two groups of people aren't sharing their emotion and the heart behind the space they're in or the space they're trying to be. And I really believe that if celebrities would open up their heart and share from this kind of really vulnerable platform, like, how fucking annoying it is that they can't, some of them can't go to the goddamn grocery store, uh, like a normal person in society, um, or the amount of pressure, social business, et cetera, that they feel that leads them to deeper elements of depression, self-doubt, anxiety, et cetera. Uh, I, I wonder if maybe the general population would not want that status quite so bad if we knew what what lived behind the curtain of that status. Um, it's something that I think about a lot in conjunction with this uh, topic and also the topic of, you know, just being truthful and opinionated about so many things. Just we're not, we're not truthful and intuitive about ourselves. We're very harming and uh, self-deprecating to and about ourselves. And so my encouragement to you is this, like, you don't have to go home and write a bunch of shit on your mirror um, or, you know, start doing chants in your fucking bathroom to tell yourself how great you are. You can if you want. There's a lot of really great research on, uh, pub on personal affirmation. My point is just to see yourself clearly. If, if you are good at something, admit that you're good at something. If you have a trait that you love, uh, you're f like... You have freckles. Fucking love those things. <laughs> Don't wish that you didn't have them because you can't not have them. And so 
I think that it's safer and better for us to, to look at ourselves and be grateful that we have certain traits as opposed to in some way like wishing or begging that we didn't have those traits. I hope that makes sense. I'm running this episode long. I'm going to sign off. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have questions, feedback, comments, feel free to holla at me. Instagram's probably easiest or email. Uh, you can holler at DennisGable.com. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay. Bye.